With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. At midcourt, extra pass. And it goes for the win! The three-pointer by Jordan Poole! Here's the give. Walker! Kenny Walker! Touchdown! Smarty! Goff's got it. Back. Looks. Throws. Ends up. Yes! Touchdown to Craig Lyons! They did it! Armin Ross St. Brown in the receiving end! Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here! A grand slam from Miguel Cabrera. He's got two goals. Larkin in on goal. Scores! His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Welcome back here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Danny Gale, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you for joining us. No matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, we appreciate you making us a part of your day each and every weekday morning all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio as well. From Traverse City down to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City, we say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And, of course, we encourage you. Join the show at any time. Text the keyword Sports Radio. Send that to 21000 Sports Radio to 21000. Meyer Supercenter guest line 248-951-2176. 248-951-2176. We're on Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros. And, of course, good morning to our television audience as well. Let's get to Dave in Hudsonville. Uh, Dave, good morning to my friend. Happy Monday, partner. How are you? Good morning, Anthony. Hey, your Wolverine's coming out this morning a little bit, man, on Draymond. So what what do you expect him to do? I expect him to have more points than fouls. But that's what he that's not his role. And Anthony, he's he's first of all, he's he's the best one of the best defenders in the league, the best defender on the team, the best passer on that team, the best rebounder on that team. And he may have to look to drive the basketball a little more, but the NBA is about matchups. I mean, you're probably too young, but there were times when Joe Dumars, one of the top 50 players, was sitting on the bench while Vinnie Johnson was playing against the Michael The Jordan microwave. Against those teams. Are you talking about NBA Finals MVP, Joe Dumars? I, look, I, I understand what you're saying. I understand I mean, matchup. It, it, they, they didn't bench him for the matchup. They benched him because he was giving them absolutely nothing. No, they, no they, that, that's not true. They benched him because they wanted to put more offensive pressure against the other team, so there was a different check. Robert Williams finally getting, getting healthy, playing 30 minutes, is a problem. And the, my, my, it, my issue with Draymond is not in, in my collegiate bias here. My issue with Draymond it goes back to the old Jim Brown, when you're good, you tell people. When you're great, they tell you. Like I don't need Draymond to tell me anything. Like I can I can sit there and I can watch the game, 
but I can also understand that in, in today's modern game, everybody has to be able to score. Like the fast five lineup works with them, as you mentioned, because of his ability to pass the ball. Yes, but when and they defend, run when they run that defend, fast five I, out there, it's almost. Position. Yeah, people keep telling me that, and I, well, what Jalen Brown cooked him. Like yeah, that's a that, that's a matchup they absolutely want. Jason Tatum is going to give him the business, and he's too Michael small to guard Jordan. Robert Williams. Michael Jordan cooked Joe Dumars. Allen Iverson used to cook everybody. I mean, it's the NBA. I think there's some guys that are going to go off at times. Do you expect uh, once a guy checks somebody that all of a sudden they hold him to six points in the NBA? No, no. I, well, unless you got to guard Draymond Green, then you're going to hold him to six. Yeah. But I mean, but but at the end of the day, my my point being. There's every other team in the league would take Draymond Green for what he does and for what he brings to a team. And if you're going to be that guy, right? Very, you're going to embrace the villain, right? Yeah, you got. I don't come, say I agree with it. Well, I don't. I don't mind him being the villain. Like if the if the Celtics fans want to chant "F you," like I know that Clay was like, "Oh, there's children there." Like I mean, come on, Clay, come on. Like I get family entertainment. I don't care about the family entertainment portion of it. I want people to hate each other out there. That that's what I want. I want rivalries. I want players to be mad at each other. As long as fans aren't you know talking anything personal, uh, going after families. As long as they're you know behaving themselves in the stands, it doesn't really matter to me what they chant. Um, you know, I've heard plenty worse. Uh, you know, I'm sure that all oh, the, the poor children of Boston. I'm sure those kids have heard way worse inside their own homes but if you're going to embrace the villain role you you, you got to do that you know what i mean like you can't you can't turtle up out there and get and get pulled in the fourth quarter when your team needs you when if your defensive prowess is so good and you got to get some stops you got to be out there on the floor and yes everybody's a great passer when you play with steph and clay nobody stops that's moving not, that's not true that's not true because he sets up the vast majority of those based on how he understands the game. He sees the game. He, he sees the game as a point guard sees the game. And if you, if you'd even ask those guys, those guys would not receive the types of passes or be in the types of situations. If it weren't for Draymond understanding the game, his greatest value is his basketball IQ. That's that. That's what they, that's what he says. That's and, right, and that's I look and I'm good says. when st- that's, and what, st- that's what other people that's what other people say, Anthony. Steph that's said it after the said. game. Well, he yeah he he can say that. That's fine. Those guys understand it. But at the end of the day, you know you you've got to have an under, uh, understanding of what he brings to the table for them. And scoring is not what he brings to the table for them. And if Steve Kerr thinks he wants another score in there late, that's fine. He can do that to change matchups because it's an NBA matchup situation. But at the end of the day, just because I, I don't care for his villain stuff either, but, but you know, don't discount him. He'll go down as one of the best all-time non-scoring players in the game based on his success and what he does. Dave, I didn't even know that was a – I didn't even know that was a category. The best – Yeah, but if, you, but, if you judge, but if you judge players based on scoring, why can't you judge them based on non-scoring, on rebound, on defense? On all the other things that go on, if you, you absolutely can, Ryan, Ryan just Ryan just popped in. Ben Wallace, only Hall of Famer to average what less than yeah. double digit points. And you love Ben Wallace. You you, you love Ben Wallace, right? Yeah, of course so I love Ben, ben Wallace. Yeah, but 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 at the end of the day, what's what's the difference in the fact that Ben Wallace can score? Uh, the difference I would say between Ben Wallace and Draymond ben Green. Wallace can pass. 
Ben Wallace's ability to literally shut down the entire painted area. Okay, but you got to look at some stats. Ben Wallace did not shut down the entire painted area. There were nights when Ben Wallace got cooked on defense. It happens in the NBA. There were guys that Ben Wallace could not could not hold down, but he worked his tail off to do the best he could because that's what goes on in the NBA, man. Is is Ben Wallace? What's the stat on Ben Wallace? Maybe Dan O'Brien, or maybe you might even know this, Dave, uh, off the top of your head. What is the stat there? Does he have more blocks than turnovers? Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you that. It, it's it's something you know, Barlow would know. I, I'm sure he's awake. Yeah, he's definitely awake. I got to text him. I'll see if yeah, I can. I, I feel like that's what it was. I feel like that's what it is, too. What was, what was Ben Wallace's ball usage? Draymond handles the ball for them half the time at least and sets up offense and brings it up the court against a variety of different people. I mean, Ben Wallace was such a singular player in what he did. He, I mean, singular in the sense that Ben Wallace impacted the game on the defensive end, rebounding and playing defense. That was it. Draymond impacted in so many other ways. Anthony, for your stat, uh, Ben Wallace turnovers, 1,061 in his career. Blocks, 2137. Steals, 1437. Oh, it was more steals 13, than turnovers. Thirteen sixty nine in steals. And Ben Wallace hardly had the ball in his hands, other other than when he rebounded it and passed it to somebody else. He never his ball responsibility was so low and his ball uses were so low, you can't really count his turnovers because he really never handled the ball. Uh, I look. If we I mean. You gotta count as turnovers. If I, like, I get what you're saying. Usage rate, like how how often is the ball in your hand? Like that that part, I under I I, I, mean, I get it's like what you're saying. Javi Baez is gonna have more errors than your right fielder because Javi Baez sees ten times as many balls. Well, a hundred percent. He's a shortstop. Like I right. I, I, I get Draymond I get. Green's, Draymond Green's a point forward. Point forward. Difference of opinion here. Right. And you and you can and you can hate me Talk for it. Bar- Talk to Barlow. Talk to your boy Barlow. He'll he'll, he'll straighten you out too on this. Uh, we will have this conversation. I'll say Dave wants to know Barlow, and I'll try to present it as even keel as Just possible. Say Dave, no, say no, Anthony. Say Dave knows, and he wants Barlow to confirm it from a basketball standpoint for you. Okay, all right. We'll go. We'll go that direction Thank tomorrow you, morning. Anthony. Thank right, you. Brother, have a good day. Uh, you as well. Take care. Happy Monday to you. We'll step aside. We'll be back with more X's and Bros after this here on the Michigan Sports Network. Bill Simonson here for the Van Andel Institute in downtown Grand Rapids. They're world-renowned for their cancer and Parkinson's research. And the Van Andel Institute's Purple Community is an extension to every community in Michigan and across America to raise awareness and money to help cancer and Parkinson's research. If you'd like to put together a Purple Community event where you live or where you work, go to purplecommunity.vai.org. My mom's implants after breast cancer made her sicker than chemotherapy. Breast implants permanently disabled my daughter. I breastfed with implants. It made my baby sick. Breast implants caused my wife's cancer. My friend died because of her implants. Turns out they were recalled. You probably know someone who was harmed by breast implants. For more information about this public service announcement, please visit www.dangerousimplants.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Huge here for your local Meyer. Now everybody knows Meyer is connected to local teams, college teams, high schools, pros, and more throughout the state of Michigan. So what it means is when you're shopping at your local Meyer, you're basically shopping for your local community. And Meyer is proud to partner with Little Leagues, youth sports, high school sports, college sports, and pro sports throughout the state of Michigan. Remember, when you shop Meyer, you're shopping for your local community. After all the rain and mud from spring, it's time to get that vehicle of yours back in tip-top summertime shape and shine. And you're in luck because your neighborhood Auto Value Auto Parts store has you covered with all your car wash needs. Turtle Wax, SM Arnold, Meguiar's, Mothers, all top quality name brand car wash products. And they're all on sale this month at your locally owned Auto Value Auto Parts store, where service is the difference. We get it. Statewide Morning Show, X's and Bros, right here on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros. Is Dave in Hudsonville, is he still listening? I hope so. Is he still listening? Yes, he's still, I mean, I'm assuming he's still listening. He's not on hold, no. He's not on hold, no. uh, Hopefully he's still listening, because he said something that, look, I got to, we just got to backtrack a little bit. Draymond Green's usage rate is not 50%. It's not. Just because you caught the ball at the elbow and handed it off does not mean, like, his usage rate career, 15.8%. Ben Wallace's career usage rate is 11%. Like, it's not, that. that's, like, it's not usage. Like, that's, like, when you, when you, when the, when the, you are being used as the play, right? You're not just, like, a chess piece and a pawn moving from side to side. It's not to say it's not important. So when I look for game five here later on tonight, like this is a bounce back game for Draymond. Like that's what this is. And yes, I am aware that you can impact the game in other ways than scoring. I am also aware of how matchups can dictate playing time and how, right, your impact of the game sometimes won't even show up in a box score. I get that. But Draymond needs to be the guy that Draymond says that he is. And he's got to do that tonight. And if he does, that series is over. Series is over. My disdain for Draymond came when he made the, the comments about Charles Barkley. That that's where that's where I was like, all right, bro, like, come on. You're talking about a league MVP. Like, don't compare yourself to Charles. Like, you talk about undersized. Charles is like six four. The guy you see on television, the fluffy, funny character with the terrible golf swing, that has improved, by the way, allegedly. Like he, That's a caricature of what 
Charles Barkley, it, what he was as a player. Right? So in this game, game number five tonight, this is the game that Draymond's got to take that, hey, fourth quarter, like you, you, you're not giving us anything. Like you got to give us it. Like this has got to be the game where he bounces back. Because if he does, right? And he plays the way, because everybody, like they've talked about it. Clay's talked about it. Steph talked about it after the game. Uh, Draymond talked about it. I think was it after game three or I think it was game three where they're like, they asked him a question about, you know, did his podcast give away too much information? No, he wasn't doing film breakdowns on his podcast, you know, and he kind of laughed off the question. They're like, you know, he's like, bottom line, I played like bleep. He knows that, right? But now it's on him to change that. Now, real quick, before we go back into the finals for tonight, I did did want to ask this question about Javier Baez and... He knows that the the Boo Birds are out, right? The Boo Birds have been out. Um, the, the Tigers fans are growing a little bit impatient, and I understand because I was much like many Tigers fans who thought that maybe this year was going to be different, right? I thought that maybe they'd be a little bit more competitive, and they have won some series that they are supposed to win, and they've looked awful in some series where they're playing legitimate competition. Some of that has to do with their, you know, inability to keep a roster anyway, just healthy at all, it has been an absolute disaster. But what do we do? Like, you know, the Tigers beat the Jays over the weekend on Saturday. Bo Brisky went five and two-thirds scoreless. Got his first career win. That was great. Victor Reyes had three hits. That was great. Welcome back. Like Victor Reyes, great guy. A lot of fun to be around at AAA. And Javier Baez had three walks. Right? That's a pretty good, like, that's a pretty good, stretch there but Javi didn't admit that he has seen he's heard some of the boos uh Friday night they got blown out and the fans are growing impatient and it's six years and it's 140 million he went 0 for 4 with the strikeout on Friday night had a couple of two hit games in some recent series you know the Tigers road trip overall a 196 batting average and 187 plate appearances just three home runs he has struck out 50 times He's walked just six times. His OPS is 532, and that is the third worst in baseball among qualified players. Now, what I thought A.J. Hinch said was pretty relieving, right? I, I, I like this kind of response. The more you struggle, the more frustrated people become. We've got to focus on solutions. We've got to put our arms around him and get him in a better place. You know, it's not just Javier Baez that has been underperforming when it comes to the bat. Now, with a glove in the field, the guy is the guy's been fantastic. He's fun as hell to watch. But what is your biggest concern surrounding Javier Baez? And are you even really that concerned about it? Or do you think that, hey, this year's kind of a toss out anyways? I mean, our number one pitcher and now has Tommy John. Everybody's been on the injured list. You know, the team isn't uh, knocking the doors off anybody. They win games that, you know, they should be competitive in, like you know, the series against the Pirates. But I I mean, outside of that. They can't hit the long ball. They have a difficulty scoring runs at all, and team batting has just been awful for them. So when you look at a team that's 24-35, and 35, 11 games back of 500, second worst in the AL Central, are you, are you that concerned from what you've seen from Javi Baez to this point in the season? Almost 60 games in. Um... I yeah, but I guess it just it doesn't matter. What 
Mm. What is the rest of the team doing this year that is just totally making Javi Baez look like he's the reason this team loses games? Collectively. They all stink, except for the pitching staff and Miggy. They can't hit. There is one team, right, one team that is just barely over 200 runs scored. Everybody at this point is well over 200. And the Yankees, I mean, Yankees and the Mets, are they're in the 300 runs scored aspect. But the Oakland A's have 206 runs scored. Without looking it up, do you know where the Tigers are at? Probably last. They are, they are, they are last. If the Oakland A's had 206 runs scored and they're 20 games back of 500 at 21 and 41, not like the two necessarily correlate, but what would you guess that number for runs scored would be for the Tigers here sitting at 59 games, game number 60 tonight? Um, let's say 174. Damn, you're good. 162. But the fact that you even went into the 100s, considering the way I tried to set it up was like to make you Well, believe. I'm just trying to think. It's like the, they average a little under three runs a game. We're about 60 games in. It's it's awful. It's bad. It's bad. Say, and if but it, as Dan said, like, I don't think there's much concern with Javi Baez at the moment because it's not like if Javi Baez was hitting 50 points higher – this team would be, you know, in first place. It's a collective at this moment. It's Javi Baez. It's Spencer Torkelson. It's Jammer Candelario. It's Robbie Grossman. It's Austin Meadows. Like, it's just, it's every hitter on this team that's struggling. Like, yeah, it'd be great if Javi Baez would hit. It'd be great if the other seven people in the lineup would hit as well be great if anybody would hit right like Miguel Cabrera is your best hitter which yeah normal years that's great he's 39 years old Mm -hmm. in the last years of his career he's here collecting a paycheck and getting his milestones like he shouldn't be carrying the load this team for the offense it should be Baez it should be Meadows it should be Torkelson providing anything worth of value Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Defensively, yeah, but at the plate, no. Like, they just, they're struggling. They are struggling. That's why I was just, uh, I was real uh, real interested to see what the concern was, and maybe if we just tossed it, we threw out the concern because, you know, we, we just know at this point uh, in the season, it just doesn't, doesn't, it's not going to do anything. As you mentioned, if he hits 50 points higher, it's not going to, it's not going to change. Like, the team is still going to be a disaster at the plate. We'll step aside. I was going to play the music, talk about Tully Moore. We'll get to that on the other side of the break. You're listening to X's and Bros here on the Michigan Sports Network. Imagine this. A day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours. 
at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Now you can follow everything Michigan High School Sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com. On Twitter, at MHSAA. On Facebook, MHSAA. And you can watch archive sports and live sports in season for boys and girls all across Michigan, all schools, at MHSAA.tv. But stay up to date on everything Michigan High School Sports at MHSAA.com. There's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Download the BetMGM app and place a $10 money line wager on any NBA playoff game. If either team hits a three-pointer in the game, you're going to win $200 in free bets. Here's what you do. You use my code, SHEPBET200 when you make your first bet. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's boosted odds specials, daily promotions, and a whole lot more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use my bonus code, SHEPBET200, to win $200. And if either team hits a three in any NBA playoff game, you're a winner. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only, and this is a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Kane is in the building. and bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you right along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening. We appreciate you making us a part of your day each and every weekday morning all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio as well. From Traverse City down to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City, we say good morning to you. We welcome you. Thank you. Appreciate you, and of course, encourage you to join the show at any time. Text the keyword Sports Radio. Send it to 21,000 Sports Radio to 21000, or visit us on the Meyer Supercenter guest line 248 951 2176. 248 951 I promised you I was going to talk about it, so here we go. Now I'm going to talk about it a little bit. Golf season's here. We got our tea times booked for Friday morning. Get ready for the big wedding golf outing. And a couple foursomes going out. Might try to play a little Thursday. Maybe try to sneak out the day of the wedding. Maybe play the day after the wedding. Don't know. Uh, but golf season is here. Matt Golden and his team, they're ready to welcome you to one of the best golfing experiences in Michigan. Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes offering two championship courses. Tullymore and St. Ives located about an hour north of Grand Rapids, 30 minutes west of Mount Pleasant. It's up north golf and without the drive. And the lodging to be able to cater to you and your partner, your foursome, or up to 400 of your closest friends and family. Tullymore not only features the top-of-the-line golfing experience, but also top-of-the-line accommodations and the perfect spaces for your wedding event reception or group outing. TullymoreGolf.com, TullymoreGolf.com, or call 1-800-972-4837, 1-800-972-4837. Book your stay and play at Tullymore today. Is the... Uh, is is the Michigan open this week? Is it the 16th? 
Is that taking place? I guess so. Up at, uh, up of... at Grand Traverse? Does that feel early? Uh, I don't know. It just seems like it's kind of strange that they would line it up with the U.S. Open. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Because I, I, I'm trying to remember exactly when we were up there last year uh, at Grand Traverse. What the, what the date? I guess it would have been around this time. Because we went and did the uh, did the remotes up at where Shanty Creek and did the Boyne and you know shot over to Grand Travers and then down this to this weekend uh, is though the Meyer LPGA Classic in G in uh, in Grand Rapids. Yes. All right. Yeah. So it was this week then that that would make uh, that would make complete sense. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, we have a uh, we've got game five tonight. You're going to find. I mean, this was coming off of Steph Curry in his legendary performance in game number four. Boston missed a golden opportunity here uh, to really change the way that we look at this series. Now, if I am Golden State, one thing that, you know, in this offseason, one thing I'm definitely looking to do, they're going to have to add more size at some point. Because uh, you can only ask a guy who's, you know, 6'3 and 180 pounds to carry you so far. Like, I mean, really, at the end of the day, Steph Curry is going to, they, like, an interior presence. And I was looking at, uh, at Bleacher Report put out some trades that, you know, what if, you know, some trades that could make, you know, teams title contenders. One of them was Bradley Beal to the Heat for Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and a whole bunch of other stuff. I'm like, that's, that's asinine. That doesn't make any it's sense. It's almost if the Warriors are just sitting there like, hey, James Wiseman, we used a second overall pick on you. You're supposed to kind of, you know, help man uh, there's the size that the warriors desperately needed they fell into a situation where like this is great somehow we got a top five pick there's a center on the board and then yeah let's take him yeah. and let's uh let's kind of you know and you know for for a guy like james wiseman coming out of memphis who you know with the with the knee injury, it's it's unfortunate. Yeah, um, yeah. He maybe he'll be ready for summer league because I mean he was, you know what, I think fifth fifth on the team in points, maybe at eleven and a half, roughly give or take. Um, you know, average about six rebounds. Like he he was like at seven feet two forty. Like yeah, you're right. That that's their guy. But they, they another element because if you remember back, Kevon Looney when he was coming out. Um, there were some crazy comparisons of what he might be, and he completely had to basically remake his entire game. Um, you know, and and six nine two twenty two. Like they, the Warriors are going to need Looney. They're going to need Draymond. They can't get caught up in this. You know, getting out physical by Boston, in which I thought that Steph Curry uh, really set the tone in that regard. Even when they ran traps and doubles at him, you know, all over. All over the court, uh, that play in which you know he drops his shoulder and knocks Marcus Smart to the ground, like, hey, that's Steph Curry doing that to you. And if you're Boston, and I was very intrigued going into Game Four because it's like if Boston goes up three one, I mean that's that's a, you know, you can you can cue the music here because there there's no looking back. Jason Tatum just has not been consistent enough uh, for them. You know, we've seen in spurts guys like Al Horford come out and play great. Robert Williams. Uh, in spurts has come out and, play, and played great, but they need consistency from Jason Tatum, and they they need it now more more than ever. Because if the Warriors win this game here, man, 
Uh, you're going back to Boston for game six. Down 3-2. The chef on the road again in the garden. I mean, it's got all the all the makeup and all the storylines uh, that you could you you could want to be honest with you. And I'm interested in our in our listeners. Have they been watching? I know the games are a little bit late. Uh, I get that. You know, I'm not a big fan of these nine o'clock tip offs on Monday nights. I understand. You hear me complain about it all the time. Um, but have you been watching this NBA Finals? Uh, because Game Four did not did, did not do well. I mean, I've been watching every game. I mean, I love the Warriors. This Boston team is, they're phenomenal. But, I mean, I, maybe it's the 9 p.m. starts. Maybe it's, I don't know. Because I just don't see, to me, like, LeBron not being in it. But so you still have Steph Curry. The Celtics are a young, up-and-coming team. Like, young, as in, like, this has been brewing for, like, five years of, We've been waiting for this as NBA fans. Like, there's still the juice there for the finals. Like, no, it's not like it's like, you know, Memphis and, I don't know, Charlotte. Or like Portland. Like, Boston's a huge market. You get a West Coast team in the finals again. Yeah, and, you know, it, it won the night. And my biggest... Outside of the nine o'clock start time, now it it did average just shy of like eighteen million viewers in the early result results. That number might go up. That doesn't include the streams. You know what it might. You know what it might be. What's that? The games are too far apart from each other. Mm. You don't remember when the game's on Thursday night and the next game is until Sunday. You forget that too. So game one peaked with nearly 13 million viewers. The broadcast generated a 19.6 rating in the Boston market, making it the highest rated NBA game in the market since game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, it's a rabid fan base. I mean, those people are, you know, it's a long, long-standing traditional basketball market. I mean, they, they love uh, their Celtics. And I think that there's a little bit of truth to, you know, what both of you guys have said. I think that the, you know, the 48 hours off time, I think that the 9 o'clock start hurts when a majority of the country lives in the Eastern time zone. And I also think that, you know, a lot of something about Friday and, Friday and Saturday nights, I just don't know if it's appointment viewing. I think Especially that lot, the second week in June when, like you said, the I mean, the northeastern part of this country, we've been uh, getting snowed on for the last six months, and it's now 85 degrees out every day. Yeah, I mean, people are doing stuff, and it's always been something like that, you know. For like, if it was, if it's Sunday night, great because that makes it appointment viewing. Sunday night at six o'clock, that is awesome. Maybe, maybe like, even push back to seven. Why wasn't a game played yesterday? I have no idea, and I think that it was the Sunday with literally nothing else on. Nothing. No offense to Sunday night baseball. Yeah, I wasn't shaking a stick at it. But again. People who want to watch Sunday Night Baseball are only going to watch baseball over an NBA Finals game. Golf was done at 4 o'clock. There, there was nothing else on, and it's a key day to be able to hit. Because and a, NHL was in a break of, you know, a round. You, and you also have, when you schedule that game to play on Friday night, I just don't think that Friday and Saturday nights, like, they're not going to play the Super Bowl on Saturday night. They're not going to. Why? Because people are doing things. 
on Saturday night. You know, when you think about the normal five-day work week, the Monday through Friday grind for the average American, like your your opportunity is Friday after work through Saturday, and then, you know, I don't know where all these people are doing the Sunday fun day stuff. Uh, I don't know what they do for a living. I don't know how you go out drinking like that on a Sunday. Uh, but even then, I mean, people are out doing like, like the brunch scene in America has exploded. You know, but Sunday night at nine o'clock isn't isn't a great time to play a basketball game. If you started it at seven o'clock Eastern, it's four o'clock on the West Coast. That's a pretty good blend for everybody, and that makes it appointment viewing because there's nothing else going on. But instead, we're going to do a Monday night football for basketball, and we're not going to kick off until nine o'clock. It's ridiculous. Personally, to me, I look at it. I'm like, look. People aren't going to stay inside. Now, it does make for really good bar scenes on Friday and Saturday, right? If you wanted to capitalize on that, and that I think that makes it difficult when you look at ratings because when it's on in a bar in your fourth quarter and you're under five minutes to go, depending on the venue that you're at, some places will even turn off the music and pump the game audio in. And I love when places do that because now it's drawing everybody's attention to that. And now, no matter what your rooting interest is, now we can have some real fun. You know, when your team is involved in it and you get to go to a bar and that's all that's on and they play music at the commercial breaks or whatever, like that's a great setting for you and your fandom to be involved in. But for the rest of us, like, yeah, it, it, like people have things. They're having cookouts. They're having get-togethers. They're just they're going to the movie. Like, they just want to do stuff. They want to get outside. Joe's been telling us it's patio season now for two weeks. Like, that's what people want to do. And I just, I think it's a huge miss when you play on a Friday night instead of a Thursday, when you're tipping off at 9 o'clock every night, you're not doing any any justice whatsoever to the Eastern Eastern fans and those in Boston. Let's get over to the Myers Supercenter guest line. That's where Freddie is at. Freddie, uh, how do you feel about 9 o'clock tip-offs and 10 o'clock puck drops like when the, when the Red Wings had to go play San Jose in the playoffs? Oh, my God, I hated that. Well... When they played San Jose in the playoffs, I wasn't married, didn't have kids, so I didn't care. But uh, you know, when you when you work all day and you're married, you have kids. It's, <laughs> I'm lucky to stay up past nine thirty, to be honest with you. So, and and that's um, a really great, but like that, that's the that's part of this though, because you're in that key demographic. You are to the point now where you start to look at when they when they do demos. You're at the part you can spend money. You have like you have money to spend. Like, I know everyone's like, oh, 18 to 34. 18 to 34 is nice, but there ain't a whole lot of money to spend there. You start to get that you yeah, know, but, 30, 34 but, to 55. Now you're starting to have people that, you know, they've got some things. But typically, you read the 35 or whatever you said. Typically, they, they're they the ones that spend with their credit card, so they don't care what they spend. You know, like, I, I'll give you an example. Truth. I I watch, I watch the people that come in and, and, and tip the girl at the counter with their credit card. Yeah, because we have to push them in every day, and I'm just like, you gave her that much because it's a credit card. I'm telling you, it's because it's a credit card. If they had to see the actual cash, they probably wouldn't give as much. But that's that's the young generation now, you know. They, 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 they Freddie, speaking the truth here, folks. If you go out for a night, you know, put the cards down. T- oh, t- take cash with you. At least they, then you see it. The cards, the plastic gets you in trouble, Freddie. Yeah, absolutely. So. I, I called, I told Danny I, I wanted to talk Tigers. I really don't have a Tiger-specific topic, but I have a question for Ryan. Okay, now, Ryan, that was a, a great family picture of you uh, yesterday. I loved it. The boys and your wife. 
but I got to, I got. But you got to tell me the truth. Did you bring in your pants a sign that said "Fire Avila" and they took it out? No, I was handed Miggy three thousand signs. It was celebratory of Miguel Cabrera, and I don't have to bring signs because you know the hitting <laughs> speaks for itself of what should be done. <laughs> oh, I know Al Avila's batting. Al Avila was bat- he batted three hundred last year, but he's uh, he's barely batting one sixty. He's batting like oh ninety five in one year free agent signings and a whopping zero for a hundred on trades. Pretty much. I know. Hey, listen, I, I, even even a guy like me can't defend what's going on this year. But Say, he's drafted pitchers defend. well. Like, I, yeah. he can draft. He's a great scout. Can he do the full job of a GM? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, that, that's fair. And, I, and, and, like, again, you know, I, I can't it's, – it's hard for me to defend it too, but I'm, I'm going to keep defending it because I really believe what happened this year was – Everything just went wrong, just like in, sometimes in life, just everything just seems to go wrong, and then all of a sudden everything goes right when you're down in your lowest. And I think, I really think a guy like Riley Green is going to really, they, they need a guy that's just going to, they need a personality on that. There's no personality on that team. There's nothing. Mickey's, Mickey's done. There's no personality. They need a guy. Every locker room needs that guy that just, you know, the person, like you have to, the few minutes I did watch that game toward the end, Austin Meadows playing right field. I don't know if you guys caught the play, but he, he sprinted to the foul line and he missed the ball. I mean, they need some more speed in the outfield. I and mean, he makes that catch, they save two runs. And people, a lot of fans kind of don't see that. But uh, I just think, you know, they got to, there's, there's got to be a guy that's got to come up and just spark this team obviously it's not going to happen this year but um you know even i mean even the manager he has no personality when when jim leland was here he was the personality he was the guy you know you think when you take jim leland off those teams are the tigers as good even though they spent all that money i don't think so i think jim leland made that team the, the personality and his, his persona just made those guys you heard him speak of Leland yesterday. Why this is why we run through the wall for this guy. Alex Avila said it because they just need that guy. I just think I think every locker room needs it, and and um, that's really I, my biggest thing is I wanted to see if um, if you had that sign in your pants. And and Anthony, I Dave from Hudsonville, boy, he got you today. That was a stinger. Your Wolverine came out, and you I that, that was. A stinger. Da- I don't know was, why everybody thinks shot. I would take Miles Bridges in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Now, it's going to be a lot of money. It's probably not going to happen because I live in a fantasy land sometimes when I start thinking about the Pistons and acquisitions and everything else. I don't care what college you played at. That doesn't, that, that has zero. You know, one of my favorite basketball players, favorite college basketball players, Michigan fans, players, Drew Neitzel. I love Drew yeah, Neitzel. Was, yeah, he was good. Hey, let me, let me ask you if the, if the, if the, if the Pistons were one player away, to, to win, get in the playoffs and win a couple series, would you would you would you take Draymond Green on this team? If they were the Draymond Green's not going to be the one player to take him to the playoffs, what? Well, if they if they need a defender, a rebounder, a guy like that, you know, well, if they just, if they I mean, needed a if they needed a glue guy and Draymond Green was a, let's say, but it's got to be next year because he there's not a whole lot of there's not a whole lot of time for him left 
uh, in the NBA. So if they needed a glue guy, if they were one guy away, Draymond was available, and he was like, "Yeah, I want to do, I want to do, a, you know, a three-year deal with Detroit." Yes, I'd take him. Is it fair to say Draymond Green is that, like I just described, that personality for that team that helps that team? Maybe, you know, I mean, the coach, other than when he talks with politics, which I'm not saying he's wrong on anything, but I'm just saying there's really no personality on that team. If you take Draymond Green off that team, maybe oh, did maybe you did you did you see Steph? Steph doesn't say a whole lot to the media. He's kind of the quiet father figure. We gotta we gotta go because we're against it. But yeah, he's a dog. Yeah, he's he, he he's an animal. For Dan and Ryan, I'm Anthony. Enjoy game uh, game five tonight. See you tomorrow, same time, same place. X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.